Welcome, everyone, to Season 3, Part 2 of Cape Side Chats. I am here with the amazing, the amazing Spider-Man. Wait, no, Simon Man. Wait, no, the amazing Simon, uh, who is the host of Ravens, who is the host of the Mighty Ravens, the Mighty 90s, all of the podcasts. You you do a lot of podcasts, bud. You're, yeah. you're really in it. Yeah. <laughs> so we are back. We are back. I am Lex Lutz. I host Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. And we are back to talk about part two. So the back half of season three, which is probably my favorite season. Um, I had some listeners message and say, like, this is pretty much their favorite season. So I am excited to get into it. So, so glad. I'm also very glad that we, we like split this in this season in particular. It's very difficult to not split this up the more we, you know, got through it. So, because as you, as you now have seen, the back half is very different. Um, it changes. For sure. There's, there's so much to talk about. And every single mm-hmm. episode is, you know, like how in Friends, they label the episodes as the one where this happens, yes. the one where that happens. Yeah. Or Dawson's Creek, I've found, or well, this season anyway, is very much like that. They're like self-contained episodes, but with the continuity, you know, still sort of running through. Mm-hmm. But you could say, oh, it's the one where you know from the first half when they went the sort of the Blair Witch episode or the one with the when they do up the B&B or the one where Joey's the boat uh, race (laughs) the boat race the (laughs) memorial wall you know gets uh, defaced and all of those things and so I really like that and and I think having you know 22 or 23 of them individual episodes to try and cover in one podcast episode would definitely be a bit of a mammoth of a task and I think when we did season one I forget is it only like eight or ten thirteen oh thirteen Thirteen episodes in season one season two was also 22 but we didn't we we struggled a bit in season two but I didn't feel like season two was too much but this one I mean when they make that shift which is you we just lucked out i'll make sure i figure out where exactly we're going to stop as far as season four is concerned but we just kind of lucked out that you were finishing an episode that was a perfect episode to like let things go which is Mm -hmm. you know that where we left off so just to catch everyone up um we in our last episode we saw that pacey is developing feelings for joey and then that's where we are you know, that's that episode that we said was like one of our favorites of the season. Um, does that still stand for you, by the way? Is that still yeah. one of your favorites? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that one. I really enjoyed oh, so many. I, I enjoyed the one where they went camping that and, and the kids yeah. show up. Um, I enjoyed, yeah. The freaking Jerry Maguire kid showing up out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah. The Jerry Maguire kid is on this show for like three episodes. I love Jerry Maguire so, so much. So it mm-hmm. was crazy that he was in there. It, it kind of spoiled it. I knew he was in it before uh, before he oh, showed you did? up. Just How from, do you know that? Just because they put the credits at the, you know, guest starring. Oh, his name yeah. is Jonathan Lipnicki, I think is his name. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, i tell you who was like even more even more annoying in the second half of this season is henry 
get a grip, Henry. My God. I was going to share a Henry thought, uh, but that one needs to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Henry. Um, so intense. Jen deserves better. I will say that I, I like the, I like that Henry. Okay. So before we get into it, <laughs> cause I think that's a good place to start. Henry and Jen, we can kind of discuss that. Before we get into this, I wanted to show you some things, some mm. some prop things, Hell because yeah. I could not show you. Um, remember in season two, I like held up the season two DVD and like we're going into season two. Mm -hmm. I could not do that for this one. Whoa. Because <laughs> up front, that is the image that they use. That is crazy. Yes. Why would they spoil it like that? What's weird too is that on the back, it's a season one image. Like, <laughs> As you I, do. I, I, I don't know. Um, and then we're going to share real quick, and you guys can, if you're listening to this, you can pop over to YouTube and see everything. So mm -hmm. you ordered this as well, but I just wanted to share. When we were starting season three, I was getting really excited, and I one of my favorite props is, and this is a card that came with it, the true love that... Pacey's boat, uh, that sign. I want one of those. So, of course, I went on Etsy and I was looking. I'm seeing if anyone made it. They haven't. If anyone knows of this, please send it to me or Simon or whatever so that we can possibly get me one of these. But I was looking into it and I found from um, it's Whitney, which is this is hopefully it kind of shows up. This is and this is like a little prop thing. So I got a true love keychain. Yes, and on the back, it says, you think or you know. And yep. this is where, Simon, you find out that I am full Team Pacey and Joey, 100%. <laughs> and we can fight about it as long as we want. But I wanted to share those, that visual, especially the, the DVD cover of like, guys, this is the season we're getting into. It's weird because I, I've watched these so many times. And every time I see the orange, like the orange, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's weird how little things happen like that. But you had a, another adjustment, too. And did we talk about in the last episode, they changed the theme song mm. on your viewing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They've changed it on Netflix. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't opened so, my my box set yet, so I don't know yeah. what the theme tune is on that. But Yeah, yeah um, I'm assuming it's the same as mine, which is the first two seasons will be the one that's on Netflix now, the original song. The rest of the seasons will have... Um, what is it? Uh, Heart in My Hand. There's a, Run Like Mad. Run That's the name like of the song. Mad. Run Like Mad. Heart in um, My Hand sounds good, though. That could be the third rendition <laughs> that we could co-write. I like it. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a terrible song. I can't sing. I don't know about you, but... Um, no. <laughs> uh, so, so, like, you had that adjustment. I have. I actually haven't watched the show. So I stopped. I, I feel like I might have talked about this last time, but... I was too far ahead of you, and I started the first episode of season four, and you, we hadn't even recorded that episode, like that <laughs> first half. So I just said, I have to take a break. So I'm really excited to go watch it with that original theme song on there. I know you're <laughs> you're a little bit sad about this, but... Well, can I, can I, share, a, can I share a really dorky thing? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so this, surely this is the place for said thing. Right? I think you're in safe company, yeah. Yeah. So 
I I've been getting Dawson's Creek now these this season anyway is kind of intertwined with a fitness turn. Um, so I this is the first time besides Ethany that I am saying this to anybody else. Um, but I've been. <laughs> I've been quite determined to lose weight. I put on I put on weight over the lockdown period. Um, we all did, yeah. If yeah. it makes you feel any better, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I definitely have. <laughs> but I think well, but and I see you on Instagram like doing workouts and stuff, and that's you know that's motivation. But um, also, we you know we had a baby over lockdown, mm-hmm. um, and I think. I think new parents eat a lot out of stress. I'm guessing. I don't know. I did anyway. So I put on some weight, and I've sort of been determined to get it off. And um, fortunate to have a treadmill in the in the garage, garage, as you would say. And Gar- I like garage better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, treadmill in the garage, and I've got the iPad sort of set up to to run mm-hmm. with it. And you could say that I run like mad while oh, watching. <laughs> <laughs> with my heart in my hand while watching yeah. uh dawson's creek and i kind of just decided that so i'm running every day and um mm-hmm. and i'm doing well i've lost like almost coming up to about a stone a stone uh, we have different yeah. systems it's like, four, yeah. like coming up to about 14 pounds um that's a lot wow yeah that's in like two and a half weeks um i've been running that's, a lot yes that's a lot of running yes yeah. okay and how much do you run in that amount of time i don't run i i do with my cardio i do biking so i'll bike like six to eight miles or i will walk on the treadmill but i will do full incline like you're mm. going up the hill the whole time for a half hour and i'll do like a mile and a half mm. like i'm not i'm not doing that much <laughs> whatever you're doing well it's not it's not it's not that i i can't i don't run particularly fast like I, it feels fast for me but uh yeah i i'm doing it takes me about 30 34 minutes or something like that so it's just under like what an episode is yeah and that's like i don't know three and a half miles or something like that it's so it's not like yeah. it's nothing crazy but i'm like drenched in that's, sweat afterwards but, that's uh, good timing though that's really good time that's okay i don't know but the i think that i, mean, I think yeah, the, i assume i don't run the, yeah i think that's probably not that great i think it's average probably but i think the the first bit of weight is probably a bit easier to get off because i think naturally yeah. i'm supposed to still weigh less than what i do now like i how I, I kind of quite anyway it doesn't matter but the it is point, easier for men to lose weight as well so for all of our uh female body listeners just know that I've, oh yeah i've seen it I have seen it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like now it's going to be, I think the first bit is like the easier part and then now it's like going to be harder to, but I'm determined. It's kind of like I'm making it a lifestyle choice. I'm just going to run yes. all of the time, you know? So you have that, so you get to watch an episode and like it's a motivation to work out because you've got the association. Exactly. But, but like the dorky thing is, is so when I'm listening, I never skip the theme tune. Never. Um, mm-hmm. And as I'm running, I'm like drenched in sweat. Every time it goes, I don't want to wait. I, I put my arms up. I don't want to wait. <laughs> while I'm running. <laughs> and they do it twice in the theme tune. Yeah. So like first, I'm on my own in there, but I keep getting this like horrible feeling that Ethany's going to open the door and I'm just going to be like, I don't want to wait. 
So, but yeah, more positive connections. To, but then uh, you just go, you know what? You married me. You knew what this was. You knew what you were getting into. That's the beauty part. This is the worst. The for better or for worse. This is the worst. This is run like mad. Yeah, exactly. Well, do you know what's funny? You say F had watched Dawson's Creek like back in the day mm-hmm. when it was you know on TV and whatever. Hearing. And I'm now beyond the point that she had ever seen. I don't think she ever saw, not because of not watching it, but just because, you know, when it's in real time, you know, that's like three yeah. years and things change. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's cool. I, the, I I just have to put it out there. Well, firstly, the key ring is dope. Um, I love it. Yeah, ordered one. I'm, I'm sure that if we can't find a full-size prop version of the sign you know i'm sure that we can get it made i i haven't told you this yet um but one of our loyal listeners loyal listeners the squirrel collective she does um what do you call it knitting but it's not knitting it's crochet uh, yes crochet Um, yes i'll i'll link to her uh page below super dope so much cool stuff cool. we're trying to find where there could be some crossover to some sort of crochet dawson's creek themed kind of oh, like jumper or something cool. she's trying to see if you know is, is dawson ever worn anything that could be like mimicked hmm. in crochet or so that's the challenge people we've got to find that's pretty fun though that's cool yeah and we do have people watching along which is always interesting to me so I'm very curious to hear what anyone has to say about these new season or this this season. Um, we're so let's okay. We said we were going to talk about Jen and Henry first because mm-hmm. <laughs> Henry's a lot. Henry is a lot to deal with. Um, so just jumping into that, I think Jen deserves a guy this head over heels in love with her. Mm-hmm. This like into her and that makes me happy um and i love that she kind of like tries to run away like she's got the fight or flight thing going on here where she's like i'm just gonna bail because i don't trust it i don't trust anyone i think it's very true to her character Mm -hmm. but then she slowly opens up to him um and puts herself out there in a big way and i love that i just wish it wasn't I guess I wish it wasn't him. <laughs> he mm-hmm. because he's he is obsessive. He's kind of and, s- like psychotic. Yeah, something's wrong real. with him. Yeah. Yes, and I I don't I don't trust the way that he has no sideburns. Nothing. Like they're just straight here. Long it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, but I don't remember on, the styling of 99. He looks scary. I think that doesn't help. <laughs> no offense to the actor. I, I Michael Pitt, I believe his name is. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just something about him. He just he he could play a serial killer. And he does, right? In Murder by Numbers. That's true. That. And in Dawson's Creek season 4. <laughs> 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 what of yeah. that? No. Um, but yeah, like he he has that vibe and it's very scary um he needs more sun he definitely needs to go outside more like the do you know, I, I tell you what i like what you're getting on to the point of of that yes it's nice for jen to experience this sort of quote-unquote wholesomeness 
and yes. that he he's just really into her and she, and he kind of in a similar way but different to how Andy brought parts of Pacey mm-hmm. out she, he is kind of bringing different elements out of her personality but he is just so needy and then also kind of uh, stupid like things one like when the... yeah go, go ahead what, what one of the things what go ahead well, that when uh, Dawson Dawson finds out, she accidentally lets it slip to yes. Dawson about Pacey and Joey. I was going to bring that up too. Right, and then she's uh, upset with herself that that's just happened and wants to sort of talk about it or to process yeah. it, and all he wants to do is, like, make out with her. And he's, she's saying, but look, I want to... That's not... This isn't the time right now. And he just doesn't, doesn't get it. Like, he's... It's sort of young-minded uh, in that way. Yeah, he's too immature for her overall. Yeah. Her instinct about that was right from the start. Um, I think that a big issue with Henry and Jen... I Yeah, one of my least favorite Henry moments. I actually... I would I would say I kind of like Henry. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty, you know... He's, he's okay as far as, like, one of Jen's partners is concerned. Um, but... <laughs> like she's really she really has had like bad pretty much bad dudes and then dawson you know he was the best person for her and remember he's henry's kind of like a more intense version of version of dawson like dawson was kind of this way too um and dawson we will get into later but is also obsessive also territorial also selfish um I think one of the parts that bothered me the most about Henry this season was that he, yeah, that moment where he's like, I'm not interested in like your melodramas of whatever's going on within your little clique group. And I'm like, that's her life, man. And those are her friends. And she has a life outside of you. And that's healthy. Do you have a life outside of her? Because, you know, like, you need to. I know you're 15, but like, you're, this is this is your time to learn that. Uh, but yeah, you have to keep reminding yourself that he is two years younger than her, I think is the whole thing. Cause freshmen, they're, they're juniors in this season. So yeah. But then he does things like he stands up in the rafters and proclaims and has the speech, you know, after the, the that show. is so cringy. Oh <laughs> my God. Like what? Yeah. No, that's a teenager for sure. That, yeah. Did well, you I'm, like that scene or did you not? Because I'm, I'm curious. I thought it was funny. Not. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think. Oh, I'm. Uh, you know, I like you now. I. I don't. Just for the record, I don't dislike Henry. I just right, find right. him into. I feel like if we could just turn him down a little bit, mm-hmm. turn, you know, then I think he would be fine. But then I think you're and right. even He'd Jen be... says that. Like, e- like there are times when Jen's like, "You need to calm down. Like, this is a lot." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think as far as like, like moments of declaration, you know, of like, you know, I'm into you. I'm trying. Like, um, for anyone who likes the OC, I think Seth with the uh, the coffee cart thing or whatever, like that was better. Um. Our, I know because our crossover, One Tree Hill, like a much better example is Lucas saying, I'm the guy for you, Brooke Davis. Mm. 
you know, when he comes out in that beginning of season three, when he comes out on the beach and he's like, you know, like there, there are moments of that big, like, I'm going to do this in front of everyone proclamation of love that I think have been done better. And with Henry, he's just like, at the end, he's like, I, can someone help me get down? And you're just like, God, Henry, what the fuck? Like, how yeah. and how are you on the football team, dude? Like, where is your confidence? Well, he goes it's... to football camp for eight weeks at summer yeah, without telling that's anyone. That's all summer, you know. So yeah, yeah his it's he. Oh, uh, and his like uh, his birthday party he didn't invite her to because he's like doing the pinata and all that sort of stuff. That's actually one of my favorite moments in the season, though, is Jen and Andy and Joey just having their like little sleepover and then they mm -hmm. go to the roller rink and the the fancy pajamas and everything mm -hmm. like like i thought that was really cute that was a really mm -hmm. cute moment on the show yeah for sure i i, I think <laughs> like what you said with henry if they did turn him down a bit he'd be too similar to dawson so i think that's why yep. he has to stay at that sort of crazy level but i also i feel like and i mean like i don't know but it doesn't feel like he'll be around for the long haul. I don't mm -hmm. think. I think he will. He will be gone because I kind of like he... like Cliff or uh, what's the other dude's name? Billy. Oh god, we hated Billy. Yeah, there was yeah. one other guy. Either yeah. way, who cares? There's, I I I actually am surprised he's been around this long. I thought yeah. he was going to be gone by now. I thought he was going to be good get show her some different sides some more sensibilities of herself and then mm -hmm. he would move on and she would move on so i'm surprised and then the way that it ended that she went and found him and she did the the big moment to which was I loved nice that. Yeah, yeah i like that i like that um but if i'm being honest i hope that you know something he doesn't make it to season four i think he's mm -hmm. running i think he's run his course he could right. oh they moved oh no what a shame anyway let's move on with jen because i really am endeared to jen now like i like her yeah. and, and i get it and like i said in the last episode i look forward to watching it back at some point and knowing where sort of where she's going to end up and can be like okay i get it now and i do have a big prediction for jen Okay. Well, so let's talk about Jen. Um, I think that this season, I love seeing Jen do different things. So like falling in love with Henry and being kind of swept off her feet in a very different way. And she's not hiding herself. So that is a big difference between Henry and Dawson in that she really tried to be someone else with Dawson in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that shook him. Um, and with Henry, she was kind of like, fuck it. Like, I am what I am. Here you go. I don't even want you in the first place, kind of, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Um, you know, she's a cheerleader. Um, she is living with Jack for a large portion of this. Um, her dynamic with Jack is one of the most beautiful relationships on this show. We often talk about the romantic partnerships, but Jen and Jack have one of the best relationships on the mm. show, hands down. Um, I love how much they love each other. Like, they're, you know, how they have their own cereals that they know, you know, just, it's just all these little things um, between them. I love Jen as a friend in this season. Mm. How she is, she sees the connection between Joey and Pacey. And she knows 
that this is she even says at one point it's kind of it's it's inevitable when two people are supposed to be together you can't stop it as hard as you try like she tries to ease Dawson into that she also doesn't unlike Andy which we can get into she doesn't view Pacey or Joey as villains for this she kind of sees it and goes yeah that makes sense and doesn't hold it against them is kind of trying to be supportive and be there for them like she tries to talk to Joey about the situation she's you know just a a very supportive friend to everyone throughout the season so I my my biggest thing that I take away from Jen this season is I just love how she steps out of her comfort zone and how she's a great friend and constantly supporting everyone in whatever way she can for sure and she's a great like even um to pacey i mean that kind of happened in the in the first half didn't it but mm-hmm. she's like a great friend to him yeah she she is great all round. and my big prediction for her is mm. and it kind of ties into pacey and joey which i know we'll get to separately mm-hmm. but i now see and i'd say this to get to my point i now see pacey and joey as the end game and i only Mm. say this because there's been so much pressure and so much talk about how (laughs) dawson and joey are soulmates and they're always going to go back to each other and this that and the other and i think that well i hope anyway that the overarching message behind the show is going to say just because people like I feel like they should be put together doesn't mean that that's necessarily what's what's right and you know true love uh can come from any direction you know where you're not expecting mm-hmm. and it can be in any uh any place and I think that's mm-hmm. great so I'd like it if Pacey and Joey stay together which I think is a better coupling they seem to match better I know that they were together in real life so they put the have you know good chemistry yeah i think briefly yeah i don't know who all dated but i want to say that they did date for a period of time and i don't think anyone has any like grudges against each other as far as the show is concerned there's no like strife behind the scenes i yeah i look forward to looking at all of that stuff and <laughs> i not that not the gossip but i mean looking at or if that i don't know looking at their imdb what have they done now you know obviously i know joshua jackson's done and bits of katie holmes but um you know i'm not too i don't know about the others but but so because i think that's gonna happen i think okay so what about jen and what about dawson and i think i actually think uh that would make sense if that dawson and jen got to back together because what well, one historically that was like his crush like it was his crush before joey right. was his crush right yeah and then that was also, like his first girl that he was like oh i like girls (laughs) (laughs) this is a new feeling Um, yeah yeah. and also they kind of yin and yang in in the way that jen and henry does but he's not as turned up as like we were saying he's he's more chill and sort of more you know he kind of it would balance it out better so i think that would work but i don't know no, I like that prediction. Um, and it's funny because they don't have to be the yin and yang, but it does work with them together. Like, she does bring perspective that he doesn't quite see in a lot of ways. Um, Joey and Pacey 
are not yin and yang. Like, the more you think about them, they are very similar. They both have really messed up home lives. Um, yes, she is a great student and he is a screw-up in that sense. But, like, they're they're both kind of snarky, like, you know... Um, I mean, Pacey's a little bit of a dreamer, but not at the level of Dawson. He's also a realist. Joey's very realistic, very grounded, very bitter at times. Um, a pessimist. And so they're they're very similar in that way. So I think that's an interesting dynamic to be like, oh, yeah, they can be yin and yang. And then Joey and Pacey are kind of like two sides of the same coin kind of situation. Mm. Mm. But yeah. yeah. I really like them together. Pacey and Joey. So I was rooting for them so hard. Um, and obviously not knowing how it was going to end up. The fact that she chose him at the end. I, I don't think that is a thing you see coming. Because mm -mm. she really will not let go of Dawson. Even though she doesn't want him. And that 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 whole decision was heartbreaking when you realize that she is holding on to dawson she even basically says it's like you're the only family that i have you're all that mm -hmm. i have if i didn't have to worry about losing you i might not have made this choice of you mm -hmm. and that is like that that rocked him to his core and fucked him up in a big way <laughs> well yeah well it did because he basically had to give her permission to do it. But I can't remember. Did he... Had he said before she said that, that, you know, you got to make your own... I can't... You know, the way, he put it in the speech. Yeah. And then had he... Did he she said, say that after that? He was, say, he was saying... He said several things. Um, he said all the things. He did say, like, you have to make a choice. And that was the prom thing. Like, he was basically saying, like, of course you, I was doing this for you. Of course I was, everything was for you to remind you of what we are and why you need to choose me. And she's like, I don't think I should have to choose in that way. He's like, of course you have to choose. Like, this is, this is it. Like, you can't have both of us in that way. So he did put the ultimatum on her. Mm -hmm. um, he did put her in the position of she had to choose between his friendship and a romantic partnership with Pacey. Um, and he also tried to push her back into romance with him in that moment. And you could tell with her, she's like, I, yeah, not like things are not completely gone because it was like a first love situation, but it's not there anymore. It's not, it's not the same. And the fact that he tried to push her into that is super fucked. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, his, his overall animosity towards Pacey, him saying, you know, I, at one point, I think it's during the episode where he finds out, he says, like, I feel sorry for you because at the end of the day, Joey and I are going to be fine, but you're going to have no one. And I was like, yeah, but what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it, I will say, if Dawson and Joey were together when this happened, if they were a couple and I, I specifically want to address the episode where they go visit the aunt. What is her name? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Well, that's where they kiss for the first time. Mm, second time. No, they kiss no, for no, the no. first that time was, by the highway, and then they that kiss is, by the fire, right? That is the first time that Joey kisses Pacey. That's, that's the big one. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's, let's go. Season three. I need to find this aunt's name. 
Yeah, it's gonna bug me if saying, I don't. I can't be the one that keeps initiating this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't keep kissing you. And she's kind of like, wait, what? Why are we? Why would we not? And he's like, no, 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 you gotta kiss me. Uh, not a weekend in the country. And then the aunt uh, stolen kisses. Gets in, she gets aunt in Gwen. the way. Aunt Gwen. Yeah, aunt Gwen I, gets yes. in the way. She's just like standing there. Um, like, can you give him a minute? Aunt Gwen. Aunt Gwen. I. That's what I. So that's why I brought it up. Um, what the fuck is her problem? Acting like, acting like Joey is cheating on Dawson in that moment. I was like, are, so, so like, they, they set her backstory that she cheated on her husband, like, mm-hmm. and left her husband for this artist guy and the artist guy died, which is really sad. But I'm like, you bitch, you, are you projecting <laughs> on a 17 year old girl right now? What is wrong with you? I no. Think that, uh, Lex, I think the thing is, is that she just really enjoys doing creepy paintings of little kids <laughs> yes. and then giving I them to them. I hate that painting. I fucking hate that painting. Oh my God. That is a nightmare of a painting. I just want to throw that out there. Does anyone agree with me? Let us know because I did not like that painting. I'm sorry. It's, um, it, it's a bit ugh. of an eyesore, you could say. Is is that a saying over there? Yes, it is a okay. saying over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was weird. Um, I enjoyed that episode, though. Mm. Uh, so, God, it, it's it's tough to get into the Pacey, Joey, Dawson dynamic. Um, I'm glad that you were rooting for them. I think it's hard oh, not yeah. to, but... There are some people that do not like them together. Oh, really? That is a thing. There is it are like, it's like the Brucus Layton thing. Yes, absolutely. Right, right. Um, so, so in that situation, it would be you know they're they're Layton like the original first, which would be mm. Dawson and Joey. Like yeah. that's it. That's the one. And I'm. I mean, I have I have thoughts based off of. Uh, one Tree Hill as well. I still go back and forth between should Brooke and Lucas have been, you know, law like, and would they have had behind the scenes stuff not happened? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that kind of determined some of that anyway, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but that I think does change the show. That is a good comparison, I think. Like, yes. Brooke and Lucas is more like Payson and. <laughs> Payson, Pacey Payson? and Joey and uh yeah the other way around yeah and I I want to say that they in the beginning of of One Tree Hill that they wanted to do this triangle with Haley so it was the two brothers yeah. and then Haley yeah they Wasn't said that, that on Dra- they said that on Drama Queens I think yeah that initially that was going to happen and then I don't know it, it, it just didn't yeah because this is what saved the show this got Dawson's Creek three more seasons. Like, the show was tanking. Um, it was not doing well. And the writers were kind of like, what are we going to do? And they're like, well, why don't we? What about these two? What about, like, what about uh, Joey and Pacey? Like, and it's like, no, 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 you can't do that. Because it's Dawson's, like, like, she's there for Dawson. It's like, uh, no. Like, let's, let's throw some shit in the fire here and see what happens. Like, and it... I think they kind of played with it with the Jen and Pacey thing. 
Mm-hmm. But like it didn't, it didn't hit the same way. Even like we talked about this in the first, it, it feels weird. It feels off. It's not a good pairing. It doesn't um, create enough drama either. Um, and like you know the I forget his name, but the guy that she that Joey met when she went and stayed in the college room, uh, that guy, Christ. that guy, he had the same amount of screen time I was expecting Henry to have. I thought Henry would be in like that. Like in um, three, four, I maybe fucking five hate episodes. that guy. I just want to <laughs> throw that out there for the record. What's his name again? I, I AJ. I block him out. His, I block. His, I block his, AJ out. He's pretty douchey. I mean, the fact that um, the fact that Joey has to, you know, make him aware that he's writing subliminal poems about his, you know, long time love friend situation. Okay, but is there a more accurate portrayal of a fucking English major university guy? I would say college, but, like, you would say, I guess, university in this situation. Like, Mm -hmm. this guy's favorite book is Infinite Jest. Like, this guy worships Ernest Hemingway. This guy is a walking red flag. Like, he (laughs) is just going to destroy your fucking life that's how i view him okay that's he he's just well, he he's was that a total guy prick when he came in he was a total he, prick. he was and even when he like warmed up he was still an asshole like yeah. i i he never got better to me and he was the one so this is a thing that i did we did want to address and i i don't know how many listeners know this um but they were trying to do a spinoff of dawson's creek of dawson's creek yes um the wb was trying to do a spinoff called young americans and it was a it was feature was it featuring will or was it featuring Yes, okay. Why? It was Will. And it oh, was Will as in Pacey's friend. Pacey's friend. Remember they right, were like, right. here's Will and he's got a bad home life and that's why and then the, he he's like just gone and then that was I was trying to remember if it was him or AJ, but they tried to do this this spin-off called Young Americans. I don't even think they ever aired this. I'd be curious to see if we could find it on YouTube or something like oh, that. They did a pilot for it. Holy shit, they did eight episodes of this. Guys, what? <laughs> what the fuck? They are available. In what year? 2000. Oh, so, wait, is this, what year is this? Season three, is season three 2000? 2000, 99 to 2000. What? Are you sure they're connected? Yes. There's definitely a spinoff. Yes, yes, this is a spinoff. It's an official what? spinoff. I've is never it seen it. I've never seen it. I don't know. No I don't way. I don't know. Let's see if actually let's see if it's somehow on this disc. Cuz sometimes they have like extras like that. No. Wait, eight episodes. Eight if episodes. Can, if we can find these eight episodes, we have to podcast them. Yeah, episodes. and then someone let me know if it if it has any spoilers with season 4. Or, it doesn't mm. seem like it. It seems like it aired mid-season of this. What? So yeah. Oh, God. No way. <laughs> the picture. He looks the, so mad. The, the, yeah, because he may take a picture with his sister. Yeah. Do you anyway. know, can I, can I just say something? This is related slash unrelated. I uh, I saw in a One Tree Hill forum the other day, 
not that I was. Sometimes our podcast. Were you, were you watch me and watch Ewing in a Wonder <laughs> Hill forum? <laughs> no. Sometimes our podcast gets uh, brought up in these forums, oh, cool. and it's interesting yeah. to see people. Firstly, it's interesting to see strangers that I have no idea who they are talking about our podcast and arguing about it. And what I think our podcast. I'm not. It doesn't divide people, but we come at it from a different angle, so it's just interesting sometimes to see people's perspective. The, the viewership for both our show and One Tree Hill is majority women, and you guys are covering it from the male perspective. Like there are mm-hmm. definitely One Tree Hill male fans. Like there, there are guys that love that show. You being one of them. Um, and I think it's the easiest show to introduce guys to. Like, if you, you know, if you have um, a best friend or a boyfriend or whatever, like, and you kind of want him to watch a show with you, my recommendation, and, and you want, like, a drama soapy show, go for One Tree Hill. Like, it's the easiest sell. But, yeah. Like, so I, I understand why why people might have that criticism because they don't. You know, they they might be like, oh, it's two guys or whatever. It's like, eh, but like, it's a, it's completely di- like no one else is doing that. That's what's cool about it. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, I think most people, we're lucky. You know, we've got I think we've got like a hundred and hundred and fifty five reviews on iTunes, and at, and we're sat at four point nine. You know, out of five, so mm-hmm. we're good. But sometimes there are people that are just like maybe the the humor's too too blue or uh you know some people have just said yeah it's great content but i can't stand their accents you know things like that so it's just oh, interesting interesting to... yeah but then yeah. we also get other people saying we, li- we i don't care what they're saying we like the accent so it's just you know whatever it doesn't matter but it's it's fun to see sometimes. some people can't understand like british accents and stuff i've i've had this conversation with matt where certain shows he has to sub, like put the subtitles on for it and i'm like i've never had that but that's interesting like it's just a cult cultural thing i guess i don't know yeah yeah but my point is is i was uh looking in one of these forums and just sort of doing whatever and um no, I can't even remember what I was talking about. What were we talking about? <laughs> Dawson's Creek, One Tree. Oh, One Tree Hill. Right, Drama Queens. Yeah. And there's so much talk about Drama Queens in the One Tree Hill world, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, which we spoke about. We did a review episode together about. And there was so many threads about people saying that they find it hard because they like to just think of the actors as the characters and they don't want to split it they don't want to think of it as two separate people they like to just keep it so like when you just showed that picture there of uh andy and uh jack jack yeah instantly i'm just thinking oh he looks awkward because he's having a picture with his sister actually (laughs) he might be as awkward because while they were acting and taking that picture he might have had wind and he's trying to hold it in like i don't know but they're but that's that's the beauty though is that they were acting perfectly in that moment um i just noticed this i'm sorry to bring back the dvd box set but guys (laughs) andy is not on this cover okay and this is and i think they know i think they know she's an asshole this season (laughs) wait and and the picture of pacey there with the sunglasses that's Mm -hmm. like the iconic one isn't that from season two 
No, that's from this season. The first episode. Oh, first The stripper. Episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's his whole bit where he's saying, like, the strippers will come, or the, the boys will come because there will be women. Like, you know, and he's doing his whole risky business move. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to the, like, this core love triangle. Um, Can we as talk it about wo- that episode? You know the episode? Yes, you know the, the longest day. It is called The yeah, Longest Day. That one's day. I remember remember i messaged you and you were like oh i have this episode next or whatever and i i said your tv is not messed up (laughs) that was all i said to you because that was my experience the first time i watched it i thought something was wrong with my dvd because it started replaying and i was like Mm -hmm. oh no it's skipping because like you know i bought them used or whatever uh and I was like, no, no, no. That's just the way that they're doing it. And I know it's an homage to a film, but I can't remember what the film is off the top of my head. I'll look it up. But anyway, so what did you yeah. think about that episode? Yeah, I liked it. I was very sort of... Uh, at first, I thought it was going to be like Groundhog Day, where it's that... Uh, you Go. Know. Sorry, the film is Go. Okay. Oh, which it. Katie Holmes was in. Well, that's weird. The same year it came out. Okay. Mm. I didn't know that. I've never seen this movie. Anyway. Subliminal promo. They were doing subliminal promo. Yeah, at first Maybe. I thought it was going to be like a Groundhog Day thing. And I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be like Pacey thinking about how he was going to do it. And then trying to do it different ways to find the way that's going to, you know. And then he'd wake up and then just do it away. And then. I'm no, so I glad like... it wasn't that. I hate that. I hate. I'm sorry. I hate Groundhog Day. And I hate that trope. I can't it's repetitive I get through that episode because I love the drama of it but I do struggle when I rewatch it because I don't like the repetitive stuff but I guess it's different with this because it's just showing you from different angles it's um, a bit like did you ever watch the Nicolas Cage movie Snake Eyes have you ever seen that where it's like a boxing someone years ago I think wait no I'm thinking of the one with John Travolta face Face off. off No, two different films. Also Never mind. Classic, but yeah. it's it does in Snake Eyes. It does basically something happens at a boxing fight, and then someone gets shot, and then the whole movie they show it from different people's perspectives, mm-hmm. and then you're piecing together what actually happened. And I liked it that it it was like that. Um, yes, and so you because there's a every... scene, there's a scene where like Dawson is acting weird. And you're like, why is Dawson acting weird in this moment? And then when they show his perspective later, you realize that he knew. And as you, mm-hmm. when you go back and rewatch it, you will see this. You will see, oh, that he knew. He knew then. He wanted her to say, it. you know, like you, you'll piece it all together, like the order of events, a little bit easier. Um, yeah, I hated Andy in that episode too, because Andy was like, I know she's jealous. I, I, I. I recognize that she's jealous. But in that moment, when she finds out, when Dawson's like, they're screwing behind our backs or whatever. And then, like, he goes into the house and Joey chases after him. And then Andy's like, really? Really, Pacey? Like, you chose her? And she's like, this ruins everything. This And I'm and I'm just... And, and Pacey is sitting there like... Like, he's dead-eyed, staring at the house, going, I just lost my best friend and the girl. And now Andy, who I'm trying to rebuild my friendship with, hates me and is yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the only person that doesn't seem to hate Pacey 
in this moment is obviously Joey because she's in love with him, but she can't show him. And Jen, who is, once again, praise for Jen Lilly, who is the neutral party and just wants everyone to be okay and to be loved and understands that this is part of being a teenager. Um, but yeah, Andy... And then Andy does the Andy does the same shit that Dawson does in the prom episode. In the, like, mm-hmm. like Pacey is depressed as fuck. Like he is he is not doing well. And she's like, "Well, this is time for me to get him to fall in love with me." And Dawson does the same thing with Joey. She's upset. She's not doing well. And they're like, "You know what? I think this is the time for us to bang. Like, let's do it. Come on. Like, what?" Whoa. If we can, yeah, if we stay on Andy for a second, I think yeah. that, and we said in the previous podcast episode, that I think they're confused or they don't, they're a bit like, un, they don't know what to do with her. And I feel like that mm-hmm. continued in the second half of this season. Yeah. I and mean, they kind of tossed her a bone with, um, is it Will, you said, wasn't it? Will, yeah. Like yeah. as in of something and- to do. Um, but then even that, it was sort of short-lived. And I didn't feel their chemistry was really that great. No, no. I didn't understand why they did that other than to give her a storyline and to Mm. propel him. Like I said, I wanted to tell you that because I want you to know why they're introducing this character at random Mm. and why they seem like he's important and then he disappears. It's because they were trying to sell a spinoff, unfortunately. Um, I I just wasn't interested in him. Like I I wasn't either. Yeah. You forget about him until he shows up when you rewatch it, honestly. That's, and it sucks because there is, there is a part of him that's a little bit charming, like when they're playing pool and like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's something against the actor or anything. It's just Mm. the, like the deck is stacked. Like we don't need this guy coming in in that moment. And he's not as charming as Pacey, like of this. So, so then it's like, well, Well, God, who could be interested? Joshua Jackson is, is so charming and handsome. Oh my gosh. Like rewatching this, I'm like, this is, he looks so cute in this, guys. <laughs> and we can acknowledge that. Like, you know, even, For even sure. si- Simon and I are both um, lovers of women, but <laughs> we can acknowledge <laughs> a handsome fella when we see it. Um... <laughs> For sure. For sure. I, yeah. Do, do you know what it, do you know? I, I mean, I don't have them here because they're still, they're being reframed, but. I think it's pretty clear to everyone that that know me anyway or follow me is that I'm obsessed with the Mighty Ducks movies, mm-hmm. which obviously he stars in. And this is just giving me such a deeper appreciation for him that I, I want to go and watch. I've seen them all a million times, but I need mm-hmm. to watch them again because it will be like watching them fresh because it's like, oh, I know, I know how you grow up. I want you to watch Dr. Death as well, which is his most recent miniseries, but I don't want you to watch it until after you're done with Dawson's Creek. Okay. He's... You need to watch... Uh, yes, I, I, I for sure need to watch it. And you, But you also need to watch Pretty Fires Everywhere. Did you watch it already? No, yes, you didn't, I have seen but... that. Yes. Oh, did you I love like that it? show. Yes, it was, it was fantastic. They just announced the second season today. I they think. didn't. I know what you're talking about. Did you oh. click the link of the tweet? No. It was... Uh, uh, Kerry Washington was promoting registering to vote. And she's like season two click on the link and then the link was because america is that's, a mess. that's great that's great but 
I wanted to not, see season not a fan. two. I'm, I can't, yeah, no, I can't I, vote over But I don't there. know how you do... <laughs> how do you do season two of that show? That's a whole separate conversation. So... Oh, I got done. Andy... What? I got duped. Yeah. Yeah. I clicked on it, too, and I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, unless there, unless there's something that I missed, I'm pretty sure it was all just to promote the yeah. registering to vote. So... Andy also had the disciplinary committee situation um, that she was involved with. Oh, gosh. Right. But that is the Pacey storyline and the Principal Green storyline. Principal Green. That's why I just remembered. Hell yeah. I love him. (laughs) So let's go back a little bit. Um, As Pacey is developing these feelings for Joey, Joey is growing into her own person, which I really love in this season. She is, yeah, she dates the AJ guy, but she's not necessarily like, I gotta be head over heels for this guy and everything. She's just kind of like enjoying dating him, you know? Um, She's coming into her own as an artist. She's given this opportunity to paint a mural, which, by the way, that's a great idea. And I hope more schools do stuff like that because it's really cool. Um, She's painting this mural. She is, um, you know, going off to the college and being involved with AJ in more social events that she's never really done before. Like that one episode is called A Cinderella Story. It's because she's all dressed up. She's being a really, like different person um they have the b&b that she's helping run which by the way we let's let's not skip over the fact that joey potter is 17 years old and helping her 24 year old sister start a small business like that's Mm. that's crazy um but yeah so so joey's given this opportunity to paint the mural and the way that they use the mural to have pacey show his loyalty to her have him display, like, I believe this is the right thing to do. Um, he steps up in a really big way. And then, of course, later he, he buys her the wall. And the mm-hmm. icon, another iconic imagery of the season is, is ask me to stay. Mm-hmm. But so the Principal Green storyline. Um, I love That's Principal good. Green. I yeah. love Nikki. And I love that they they showed it's not just i wanted to like say okay this is this great thing with joey and this is his way of defending her because he loves her but at the same time it it was showing like what like white male privilege in two different ways so one using his for good right or wrong he, he he did become violent and that Pacey did become violent and that wasn't good. But like, and then it's Matt Krutsky or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Um, or maybe that Will Krutsky. I don't, Matt, it's Matt something, is it? Matt Caulfield, I think is his name. Yeah, Caulfield, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's using his, his white privilege in a brazen way. When he, I mean, it still shocks me every time when he's like, I'm white, I'm rich, I can do whatever I want. And I'm like, what? Like, that that scene is shocking. Mm -hmm. And I loved the acting of, I don't know the name of the actor off the top of my head who plays Principal Green, but like, his acting in that moment was like, well, I just have to sit here and hear that. Okay. Like, I have to stay composed. 
like mm-hmm. that but i loved how political it became how it became like a battle within the school within the community and when we were talking in season one about racial issues and you were like i wish they addressed this a little bit more i was like they're going to but they're going to do it in different ways and this mm. is like that way of showing yeah this community has a lot a lot of embedded racism just like so many small towns in america yeah yeah and it, he he did uh deliver a great performance and his daughter as well uh in it she was really great um he i he does he he doesn't get saved though in the end does he he gets a standing ovation as he walks out i kept thinking that something was going to happen when he was going to stay because he was i thought becoming a really pivotal character for them at school anyway but um yeah i i thought it was really well written it was really well done it wasn't like over the top you know Mm -hmm. where some shows could have taken it i as um Watching One Tree Hill weekly in in between, you know, watching Dawson's Creek, it's funny to see how, and it's just like an era thing of how a few years later, One Tree Hill, especially in like season three, four, going into that point, it's like Dawson's Creek, but on steroids, you know, like sort of blow. And, you know, I love One Tree Hill, obviously. um, But it's, uh, and I I love both of them. I love Dawson's Creek as well. And, but it's very much, yeah, like the, uh, yeah, steroided version. Right, right. It's like, it's, it's, well, I've always said that about, it's particularly like One Tree Hill season nine. I'm like, this is, this is One Tree Hill, like, like on speed or something like that mm-hmm. you know yeah. and and that can that comparison can be made with it yeah it's it's a more accelerated version of it um i but yeah i loved how they dealt with that and i did one tree hill really deal with that type of situation i don't think it did not not really it's, i can't it, think of an example Dawson's creek is a more grounded show you know it's just a different that's why you can enjoy both of them because they're two very different shows. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love that's one of my favorite storylines of the season. And I know I hate it. I hate that he is kicked out of this community basically, is is just was is not saved. But I also love that because it's not wrapping it up in a little bow, going, if you do the right thing everything will be fixed and it's like no there's like a systemic issue here that Mm. you need to try to fight with you know all of the power that you have all of your you know your voice but that doesn't mean that you will yield results instantly sometimes you will just make someone feel appreciated which is what i think joey in particular did for principal green yeah for sure that was an episode that i was watching on the treadmill i'd got to my end uh but there was still five minutes left of the episode but i couldn't just usually i'd turn it off no, and just come back yeah. to it the next day but i couldn't so i just stood there like stood just watching it till it ended because it was so gripping so mm-hmm. yeah i think that was probably one of the most powerful episodes that we've had at all uh yeah. you know in any of the seasons but also you've reminded me and i wanted to say this was that uh, we got so much more of Grams in this season and she's developed mm-hmm. so much. And I think 
I remember when we were talking in season one when she, uh, you know, had these, uh, you know, racist comments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like, fuck you, Grams, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which was right. It's valid. Her, yeah. But I think that may, perhaps they didn't know what they were going to do with the character at that point because it feels like the Grams that we have here, I don't feel as much as, you know may have some of that like embedded like what you said sort of you know uh beliefs from a different era or whatever i don't think she would be so outlandishly uh hateful you know like how that version of grams is in season one it feels like that you know if they were to write season one now knowing where how they want the characters to be that they probably wouldn't have included that i mean do you think that's fair to say I think it is fair to say. I think it's also, um, I, I've, I've said this before, and I, I, I'm a firm believer that the influence that Jen has on Grams is huge. I think she opens up her world in a really big way, and Grams does the same thing with Jen. So Jen is like very liberal very like i'm she's not super into you know religion or anything like that she sees the world a completely different way so i think that grams spiritually elevates jen and jen makes grams a better person in the world now like in the everyday life and then you add jack to the situation of him living in the home and i think that that also opens grams up to like I mean, before Jen, would Grams have... And, and, like, this is her only grandchild and everything like that. At least that's what we've gathered. Um, would she have welcomed, you know, this gay homeless kid, basically homeless kid, into her home before Jen? Before the impact that she had on her? No, I don't think so. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... That's the beauty of the dynamic that they all have. It's that they're they're breaking that down. But, yeah... I, I don't that's why I think everyone was kind of like like don't don't judge Grams too soon like you know but I also view it as I don't necessarily want them to not have written that because I think it shows that she can grow as a person mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's it took a lot of strife between them yeah I mean it maybe it was too hard to go maybe it could have been in that yeah, direction yeah. but maybe they like hit it too too tough and maybe it, it could have been weird. a bit more it was yeah it was weird moment so yeah um i mean i'm not going to defend her any further <laughs> yeah other than other yeah, than you know good. grams has two beautiful moments in this season um i mean she has more than that but when she is talking about her favorite smell, which we already covered, like the fireplace and talking about growing up. And then in the finale, when she talks about Thomas Culpepper and the boy so, with the bluest eyes. Yeah, yeah, that she kissed, right? The, yeah. Like the, the guy that went off into the Navy or... Mm-hmm. And that Jen thought tree. was her grandfather at first. Mm-hmm. And then it was revealed, no, it was just a person that she fell in love with. Who never made it back, but she has no regrets about loving him and, you know, sharing that kiss with him and sharing those moments with him, um, which I thought was just really amazing. And they all took that lesson in that moment. You know, you can see it on their faces. They're like, oh, yeah, like life is really fleeting and we have to take advantage of 
loving and doing the best while we can while we're here, you know. And then she drives them to do <laughs> yeah. all of their, you know, declarations. Grams well, went crazy in that moment. She was just like speeding down the highway, did not give a damn. I liked it. I liked it. Well, um, just as a intermission for a second, if in 2025, when we go to Wilmington, yeah. where are the... I keep looking when they're in the different places and thinking, where is the quintessential filming locations to go to in for Dawson's Creek because it's quite obvious with like One Tree Hill you want to go to where the river court was or you want to yeah. go to where the outside of the high school was or the bridge so a lot of um the the boardwalk like mm-hmm. area where they film a lot of those outdoor scenes um the oh god what's it called uh the boat area where Joey's working and stuff like that um the school um, mm-hmm. University of North Carolina, Wil- North Carolina, Wilmington, one of the buildings, that's that's the high school. That's Cape Side High School. So, like, okay. the outside, like, that's where they film all the exteriors. Um, they Dawson's house is a location. It is not one you can get to. They don't allow that. I've never seen it in person. Um, I, I don't think the people that live there now are cool with it. But, like... That exterior is out is somewhere in Wilmington, I think, to my knowledge. Uh, yeah, but it's mostly just like it's weird because I, I think that Wilmington feels like Cape Side, whereas um, the One Tree Hill was like you would go in certain spots and you kind of feel it, but like the vibe of Wilmington feels like Cape Side to me. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and then also. While we're just on this brief intermission, Cape Side Chats hoodies. What do you know about that? Back to you, Bob, on the back. Back to you, Bob. Yeah, I've got mine over here. I can actually <laughs> grab it and show the back to you, Bob. Yeah, excellent. So these are available. <laughs> Links will be below, I believe. Uh, yeah. Good I'm bringing fun. all the merch. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> and back to you, Bob. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we haven't talked about Jack at all. No. Or Mitch and Gail. Jack. Jack is... Jack. Right, so when, when people were on screen, I, got, I like all of the characters. I have a note about Jack before we get into it. Okay, go on. This is the first male on male kiss on network television. This I wondered a I lot of that. barriers. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wondered that. Yeah. It was good. Anyway. I mean, like mm-hmm. as in it wasn't we're so used like to this stuff now. It wasn't like, oh, this is any sort of a big deal or anything. But I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder if this was a big deal in like, you know, two thousand. Yeah. So, so what was was there anything around it? Like, was there any hoopla or anything? It was I don't all think so. Well received. No, I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think there was like a a big controversy behind. I mean, I'm sure there were people that didn't like it, but to my knowledge, I don't remember. Re- and I, and I'm I'm 99 sure that that was the first kiss uh, between two men on screen, like the first gay male kiss i know that friends was the first portrayal of 
lesbian wedding, like a lesbian wedding. All I right. know this one had that. Um, Who would have thought friends would have broken that barrier? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very strange, but they did. Like they, you know, it was like ninety-five or something like that when they did that. Mm. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure if I'm incorrect on that, let us know um, because I'm curious. But I'm I'm ninety-nine percent sure I remember reading that um, years back on like an IMDb type situation. So yeah, Jack, Jack is. Um, coming into his own in this season, um, mm-hmm. and it's it is a, a really beautiful storyline of. It's kind of crushing at the same time too his his relationship with Ethan at this back half of the season. So like the first mm-hmm. half of the season is him like, kind of trying to get out there for the first like the first time, and then the second half of the season is like, this relationship with Ethan and what is it going to be? Is it just going to be friendship? Is it going to be more? Is it you know? Uh but yeah. and his dad and his oh, dad God. which which is which oh. it ends it ends great the way that uh you know he's like hugging him you know in the kitchen where jack's sort of breaking down like we would have never thought that we would have got to that point from where we were at in season two it's an amazing turnaround and the guy that i don't know his name but the actor that plays his dad is a really good actor he puts in really good performances I yeah think. yeah when he was like, I wouldn't have asked for a gay son, but I wouldn't trade him for the world or some, something mm. along that line. I was like, oh, oh. It, it's, it gets me every freaking time. Every time it gets me. Um, yeah, and that, and that comes after Jack puts himself out there because he wants to kiss Ethan in an earlier episode. I think it was the Cinderella episode but i can't i can't quite remember if it was that one and then he kind of chickens out and he can't he can't do it he's too scared like Mm -hmm. it's not his first kiss but it's i think i talked about this and it's the first one that matters and and Mm -hmm. i don't mean to to belittle his you know the fact that he did have past relationships or anything like that but he is he is a gay man and this is this it's as if it's everything is you know you're on little bambi legs and you're doing Mm -hmm. it for the first time um i we've all been there in you know everyone has experienced that or almost everyone has experienced that first kiss or whatever but like for gay people sometimes it's it's a delayed thing so whereas you know maybe his peers all and and himself had their first official kiss when they were like i don't know 10 something like that i think i was that age like it it's almost like it doesn't count like it, it just it's it's weird it's a thing that you do it's not you don't have yeah. an emotional attachment to it at all. I was yeah. never emotionally attached to any guy. Whereas, you know, when I started dating women, actually came out and everything like that, like it like it changed everything. It was like the stakes are real. Everything feels real for the mm. first time. So, I like the fact that he's scared and kind of pulls away and then he has the courage to go do it and he gets shot down. Like Ethan is back with his ex Brad. Who, who's who? a he? He plays a part in One Tree Hill later. Who? The guy, the boyfriend, doesn't he? I thought Does I, he? I'm pretty. Yeah, I think he's Nathan's coach in like season six or whatever. <gasps> when he, when oh he's my trying gosh, to get, I think you're right. Let's he's trying out. to get Nathan into like the D leagues or whatever to get him I on the path yeah. back to the NBA. Um, I'm gonna find it keep going but just while you're looking that up i think that 
that's very i mean yes i think that's very true um but i also think that uh kisses mean different things depending on what the importance are to them like on how much you like a person or yes. you know like you have you like you just said you have like your little your kiss when you're like kind of a kid and sort of it he might, was you know, on one tree hill how did i never notice this yeah. holy crap it's bobby i guess was his name bobby that's it his yeah. name is burgess jenkins that is an interesting name um wow i never made that connection wonderful good eye continue wow. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i've seen that face before in one yeah. Tree yeah 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 okay that makes sense but yeah, you may have like uh, a kiss when you're like a kid or, you know, as you're sort of growing up and whatever. But And then you may even have other kisses in between that. But it's mm-hmm. if you have someone that's like your crush or someone that you, yeah. you know, it really means something, it's really important or it feels important in that moment. Yeah. Uh, then it, then, yeah, all the nerves come with it. And then I guess there's a whole different level if like you've met, especially with, you know, what Jack's gone through. But, you know, in general, if you've made this, uh, this statement you've told people that you've you've come out and you you're you're being yourself and proud and etc etc and then it's built to this moment of now here's the first sort of romantic physical step into mm-hmm. into that world that is a lot of pressure um so and i yeah. feel like it was played really well I, I, what i was going to say earlier was that with there are certain characters that when they're on screen i'm like oh these are my favorite characters like i want to follow them all of the time mm-hmm. and jack is definitely one of them it's definitely jack pacey um mm-hmm. joey jen if henry's not about um and then right. i'll take i'll take dawson if he's there sure but this That's could a... have been called Pacey's Creek this season, um, I think, because they actually, I think he, as an audience, we were way more invested in Pacey than we were in Dawson. I or mean, maybe... he becomes the villain of the story real quick. Mm. And I've, so uh, we did have some listeners writing in, um, and there was a lot of Dawson discourse, as there always is. And I feel like it really starts in this particular spot. Um, so, <laughs> um, Kara, who just started listening, uh, she used to listen to Rivercourt, actually, and then found out we have this podcast. She's like, oh my, because I saw her rewatching Dawson's Creek, and I was like, hey... I actually have a podcast on that. So she she went back and listened to everything and then gave us notes for the rest of this season. Oh, awesome. um, so Kara said, she's, she said she's all caught up on Cape Side Chats. Thank you, Kara. Um, she says, I get, I get the defense of Dawson because you and I have defended Dawson a lot in the past, mm-hmm. um, especially in the first season, but I hate how he makes everything about him. He's awful in the second and third season. Um, and... She said that she also hates Peyton. Um, <laughs> hates yep. Rory from Gilmore Girls, which is a whole separate discussion. And Serena from Gossip Girl. So I haven't seen those two. The I've, Gossip Girl. What is it? Gilmore Girls. I haven't seen Gilmore them. Girls is, is one that you should consider visiting. But, <laughs> um, and then, let's see. What did... That's a, that's a one that I'm going to save for later because that's not Dawson specific. Um, 
and that's a Pacey and Joey thing. So, so like, I because I remembered Kara saying that about Dawson. We have defended Dawson a lot, and I feel like the defense stops here. <laughs> um, yeah, that's because bad. It, there. There's something about, in particular, the boat race, where like well, he yeah. could have literally killed them, and he just doesn't give a fuck. He ju- he's an idiot. Yeah, even when he gets disqualified at the end, and Joey's like, "Do you not even understand that you didn't win? You got disqualified. Do you even know how this works?" Like, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dawson is so narcissistic, uh, mm-hmm. so selfish, self-absorbed, uh, whiny, uh, immature with a lot of things. Uh, but and but 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 the the only one defense I will give of him is that he feels take the vocabulary out of it like we always say he feels more like what teenagers are actually like yes in some regards because all teenagers are self-absorbed and then there are elements of him that i had this conversation with my wife about um she she just said to me she said who do i feel more a king with i was saying about how much i love pacey in this one Mm -hmm. like pacey or dawson or who? And I said, well, the reality probably is I'd like to think Pacey, but it's probably a mixture more of Dawson and Jack, I would yeah. think. And hopefully maybe about when I was younger, it was probably more like 70-30 to Dawson-Jack. And mm-hmm. now as I'm older, I'd probably say it's probably like 70-30 Jack to Dawson. But yeah, um, but I fully get it, yes. I mean, what 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 do you think? Um, I, I think he's a teenager. I think that the girl that he views as his soulmate, his, his true love, that's how he views her. Um, and his best friend since they were kids fell in love and that will break your soul in ways that even, even adults you know, if your best friend and the your the girl you love the most in the world fall in love, that's gonna mess you up. And yeah. and and you know, love like that can kind of make you do crazy shit. Well, let's be honest, guys. If it if it's an unhealthy relationship, which Dawson and Joey are at this point. And this back half of the, the, actually, even before that, they were, you know, that's why he separated himself from her because we're kind of like, he's like, we're toxic. We're not working. This is bad. Um, we have to have time apart. And that's why he kind of, he sends Pacey. He's like, someone needs to look out for her, be there for her, be her friend. She doesn't have anyone. She acknowledges that at the end of the season when she's worried about losing him for good. Um, yeah, I, I hate his actions and I hate how selfish he is, but I understand it. I understand that he is clinging for dear life. And I think that's why Jen is such an important character because she sees it too. She is saying, you can't stop this. You can't stop not only what's bound to happen, which is these two people are in love with each other and they are going to find their way to each other. Your relationships will be altered because of this. And you cannot stop the pain that will come. Mm. And that is what we get to see going forward, which is this is 
painful. Um, that's why we see him break down in that way. And he does inevitably do the right thing, which is to tell her, mm. I love you, I forgive you, go. He does give up his selfish ways in the end and gives her that permission because he knows it's the right thing to do. It's what she really wants and he sees it. It's all over her face. You know, he, he even says, it's a shitty thing to say in the moment. He's like, I could tell you it's a mistake. I could tell you that all roads back lead back to me. But you're going to have to figure that out for yourself, which I'm like, But that's okay. a more realistic thing that you would say. If I, when, I, when I was 16, 17, mm. that's definitely the sort of thing that, like, narcissistic kind of twisting uh things around sort of thing i would have said definitely yeah and and um and but but like you said he does always get there in the end in the end he, he does. does the right he, thing he so has to give him that he has morality but he's just as you said he's really immature and mm. i think also like there's moments where mitch is like i'm supporting you but like, <laughs> yeah. uh, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure? Like, like th that was an interesting dynamic too. And we'll talk about Mitch and Gale, but yeah. Um, Dawson has a lot to redeem himself with going forward. That's what I'll say. And him giving her up. I hate to say it that way, but I can't think of any other way in the moment. In that moment does not redeem any of the shit that he did. And nice. I don't like this feeling of, the responsibilities all on them because they fell in love when mm. he was not with Joey. They weren't together. They weren't there. This was not an affair, but it was, he treats it like it was an affair. And I think that he, the immaturity is not allowing him to see that. And that's unfortunate. And that's a consequence that we're going to have to deal with going forward. Yeah. It, it makes for, it makes for good drama, you know, it yes. makes for good, for good conflict. I mean, we have to talk about his facial expression, the meme, because I had seen that meme just in general life in pop culture, but mm -hmm. never know. And then obviously knew it was going to be in Dawson's Creek at some point. And then he made the face and I was like, that's the face, which I thought is, is kind of harsh because it's actually only on the screen for like a second. And it's kind of just finishing the scene of. He's about to break into tears, but he doesn't really quite and get to get there. It's also very heartbreaking and good in context. <laughs> he is yeah. having... Have you ever seen um, that show Homeland? I only saw a little bit mm -hmm. of it. But like Claire Danes. When Claire Danes cries, cry. she's like... Like, it's, it's awful. But, I mean, we can't all be Sophia Bush crying looking like a fucking princess. Like, yeah. you know? A lot of people cry and they look really bad when they cry and i i kind of sure. like that uh but yeah that uh that scene and uh and joey making that choice at the end to go with him did that surprise you because he was like ask me to stay and she goes down there she's like i'm not asking you to stay i want to go with you like i have to know i have to do this I, I, I didn't expect her to go. I, I expected them to be together. Like, either he, I thought mm -hmm. he would stay, but I yeah. wanted her to go. I thought this mm -hmm. would be the best thing is just to go for uh, three months. That'd be great. And I think, I think Dawson even references that he kept her from going to Paris. Yes. Remember that? That was season two where he was like, I kind of made you stay because I was selfish. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing that again. I'm not making that mistake again, which is a moment of growth for him. Mm-hmm. Once again, we have to admit, you know, very little defense of Dawson, but we can give yeah. him these little little moments of, yeah, and this is, um, yeah, this is her following her heart, really, for the first time. And then, of course, there's the, the moment of, you know, I think I love you. You think or you know, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think you love me or you know. Um, another scene. So, I, I, I mean... And one of our listeners wrote in and said that the, um, this, okay, Tessa wrote in and said that I remember everything, which is what Pacey says when he's explaining when they're at the anti-prom and he's, he sees her bracelet and mm-hmm. he's like, bracelet, I, you know, yeah. he, I remember this is your mom's bracelet. You found it. You were wearing that that sweater that I think is really ugly and you know he you were in a bad mood your hair was you know he was going through every and then Joey's like you remember all that and he's like I remember everything mm-hmm. and she said that's that is the most iconic line of the show I um and, and then in any t- tv show really was that was what she wrote in so yeah I I mean it's up there as far as a really romantic moment, I was thinking about this before recording. I was like, what are what are moments on TV shows that's like a big romantic moment that is similar to that? Um, because it, it does stick out. Um, I, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I so when you said that, I'm trying to think. There must be one with Ross and Rachel. Um, but yeah. He's her no. lobster that's oh yeah 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 yeah. that i think i mean it's funny but like it is one that you think of um on one tree hill um the person who you want standing next to you when all your dreams come true Mm. is is Mm -hmm. like the thing Mm -hmm. um i don't know but yeah like it's it's kind of it's interesting that they pulled off like in this one moment and like god the tension between them in that scene, in every scene where they're they're not able to physically be together, when they have this moment of separation and they're dancing, and Andy and Dawson both see them, and you could just see they're like, "We know we're done. This is it. Like, they, we're we don't exist to them really. Like, they care about our feelings, but they this is inevitable." Mm. Um, I I loved that. Yeah, it was it was all. It was great drama. It was well written. It was just good. It, it completely mixed it up. So it makes sense why this would have, you know, been a lifeline for the show if it then you mm-hmm. know, got it got it renewed. I mean, on the on the flip side of that, we've got Mitch and Gail sort of rekindling yeah, yeah, yeah. their their marriage and that's... opening the fish restaurant. Uh, yeah, I was to say that's great. kind of the 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 last piece of this season, which is them rekindling their their love and their marriage as well as their independence um so yeah they open the restaurant gail she has that brief moment where you think she might go back into broadcasting but she's like nah i'm done with this i'm in i'm interested in the restaurant we find out that the restaurant was always her dream originally first which was kind of i think a little bit retcon of a moment <laughs> um i know you were rooting for them and you mentioned that in the last episode that that's one of the things that you wanted. So how excited mm-hmm. were you for that? 
Yeah, I was really happy that it happened, but I think it, I like that it didn't happen straight away, that there was, mm-hmm. like, the lead-up to it, and then I like that it was him saying, you know, it's always me that is trying to define our relationship, so I want mm-hmm. it to be you that defines it, um, and then she proposes to him, um, mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was great, and it's nice as well because, you know, back to you bob she initiated the the betrayal right i I know that they then had all of this sideways back and forth from where we've been at and everything but it was nice that she was the one to jump start it getting back to to where they are and then renewing their vows yeah it was great i i'm really happy about it and i was happy that he was at the working at the restaurant as well and i don't know what's happening with the football team is it just the off season i i guess i, I think it's the off season yeah i think i think that's what it's meant to be um yeah i i loved that as well um one thing i like is that like the trauma that dawson is going through at the end of the season with pacey and joey he at least has the stability so two things happen at that end there he has the stability of his parents are now remarried and back together and presumably in a more healthy situation, which could improve his home life. And then there's the moment where they get out of uh, where Jen, Jack and Andy get out of the car and Jen sees um, Joey run away because she's mm-hmm. going after Pacey. And then she looks at the dock and sees Dawson collapsing, basically, mm-hmm. on the dock. And you go, oh, and he's got them. And I like that touch. I like that, mm-hmm. you know, that moment where Jen goes oh shit everything just blew up we got to deal with this now and you know they go and they're then they're once again waiting in his bedroom because that's the norm of this show (laughs) they're waiting there they've got movies they've got snacks they're ready to tell stories he doesn't want people around well tough luck you've got people around and i i really love that that. Yeah. yeah it was good because because you can't hate Dawson either like he's just going through the motions and emotions and uh yeah he can be right he can be wrong but we all can be right and wrong as teenagers as adults as people in general we all make mistakes and whatever but he's not a bad person and we all need the comfort of support and community Mm -hmm. and our friends so I really like that it was this was definitely my favorite season. I say the yeah. second half of season three is probably my favorite run. Um, yeah, it's really good, really good. So far, I would probably rate it like you know backwards, like three, two, and one. Though I did really enjoy one, what a season one as well. But, yeah, uh, is that how you feel about it? Of these yes. first three, yeah, absolutely. Um, three is my favorite season. Um, so Victoria actually wrote in, and this is the last last comment that I wanted to share about this. So Victoria wrote in and said, my thoughts on this season, or my thoughts are that this season is the best hands down, and this is the beginning of the end for Simon. Oh, no. So <laughs> we went back and forth and clarified this, and I can't read um, a lot of it because, uh, you know, we're getting into forward forward. Um, I think that Victoria's concern is valid, that this is the, not to say that the rest of the show is not good, but this is so good. This is Mm -hmm. the thing that you're, if you're getting someone into the show, you're like, just get to season three, just get, you know, like, just wait. Um, season three and four are my favorites. I think 
three being higher ranking. Um, and then, you know, there's whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I I love the whole show. But I'm very curious to see how you feel season four versus season three. Because this is so good. Like, I, I mean... One Tree Hill has the same thing where like for me seasons three and four are the best. I don't know what it is about that time in each show, but it just hits everything perfectly for me. Um but yeah, I I guess she had some criticism of season four that I don't agree with. But that's gonna be fun going forward. I can't wait to hear that, you know, as listeners write in and everything like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's, I, I'm, I'm very excited. I've only seen, like I said, I've only seen one episode of season four in this rewatch that we've been doing together. So I'm excited to get back into it, to start watching them mm. again, to see, do I still feel the same way? Do I like X, Y, and Z? Uh, but yeah, this, this changes the whole show. It changes everything. The show is, goes from these two you know like the the two characters who are soulmates and they're meant to be and they're back and forth and everything like that and then the rest of the characters are kind of their subplot to a a true love triangle like a a messy um you know dynamic that is completely altering the show going forward i'm here for it i'm mm -hmm. looking forward to it i mean even if even if I didn't like it, I would still, like, I'm, I'm sure I will, like, season four, you know, five, six, whatever. But even yeah. if I didn't like it, I'm still going all the way, you know. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're... Invested. No, no, no. It was it was more of a, like, a comment on, on quality. It's mm -hmm. it's hard for the, the hardcore fans of the show to be like, oh, well, you get to look forward to, we're like, this is the best. Like, this season is so good. Um... I think that at the end of the day, you probably will still say this is your favorite season when you're all said and done. Because that's how most of us feel. But everyone's different. Um, but yeah, do you have any other predictions going forward? Um, not, not really. Uh, I don't... See, I have no idea what they're going to do with Andy. I have no idea. Yeah. They need to find something for her to do. Jack, I think, will keep going in the sort of trajectory he's going, and that's great. I look forward to, to watching that. Uh, yeah, Jen and Dawson, I think, would be better suited. Let's hope that that happens mm -hmm. and Henry can go somewhere and find some sideburns. And then <laughs> Pacey and Joey, yeah, I just want to see it blossom. But obviously there's going to be trouble ahead because that's what we're in here for. You know, there's going to be some drama. But I'm hoping that they will end game it you know yeah yeah so you are officially in team pacey and joey as of now yeah do they have it they don't we said this before don't they did do they Nicknames? have a yeah do they have a shit no, name not that i know of do, do let us know guys jc I, I don't like it josie i still like i still love from river court when we did Pake. <laughs> jake Pake. and peyton we said Pake terrible like anyway like uh no not that i know of um yeah i 
and you did get some predictions in before but yeah this is gonna be good i'm gonna figure out and we will let you guys know exactly where we are going to keep doing the break the halfway break in between seasons it's much easier for us to do so um i'm going to go tonight and then i'll message simon and i'll tell him this is the episode where you stop at i'll find a place that i think is good for us to cover the first half of season four and then you know based off of that you guys can message me if you want to write into the show i i think i'll um i'll get through it quite quickly i mean i i think we recorded maybe three weeks ago two and a half weeks yeah ago, yeah it, like it does go faster doing it this way too like yeah and i'm just and i'm on a good rhythm like i wanted to be watching it over the weekend but i watched castaway instead on the treadmill i so. mean <laughs> at the same time it's better because you know you're not going into it knowing the first episode or two episodes or whatever of season four for this mm. conversation you can actually give a prediction or a thought um but yeah i'm i'm with you i'm i'm very excited for season four part one for sure then this was really fun like um yeah it's funny how there is no we have no structure here we haven't written no. anything down but it's so easy and just just flow through the i characters. i keep track it's of great. characters that's what i needed to double i guess i needed to double check no we covered everyone we covered the the big themes of this second half of the season true love so there you go true love so <laughs> links will be below for you know the instagrams the other podcasts like some assets and adventure ravens or one tree hill podcast they'll all be there uh, yeah we appreciate everyone and we'll be back for season four part one we'll be back back to you bob back to you bob